0: Name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with thy full heart, and with thy full soul, and with thy whole mind. This is the greatest in the first commandment. Dear Seminarians, dear faithful, this is indeed what we are made for, to love God with our whole heart and soul and nothing else. And if we do this well, we will do everything else well. But isn't it strange that God commands us to love him when really it should be the most natural thing in the world for an intelligent creature? Could it be that we forget what we owe God? Could it be that we forget to what extent he has loved us? What extent has he loved us? He has loved us into existence when we were not. He thought of us when there was yet no us to be thought of. God loved us first, St. John tells us. Nor is it our good qualities that inclines him to love us, for God does not love after the manner of man. We love the good that we see in things and in people. Their goodness excites our love. But it is not so with God. God loves first and his love causes others to be good. That is the teaching of St. Thomas. He has loved us first. When we are not as yet, he created us. And when we are yet in sins, he laid down his life for us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that the world might be saved by him. Indeed, our Lord has loved us unto the end. He has loved us all the way to the cross, which is why each one of us should say with St. Paul, Christ loved me and gave himself for me. So God asks us to love him with our full heart. He doesn't command that we be successful in this world. No, he only commands that we love him. In God's eyes, worldly success is nothing. While charity, dear friends, charity endures forever. If you love God with your whole heart, then you are laying up a treasure in heaven. And you are indeed a success regardless of how miserable your life may be. Now for seminarians and priests, what can we say? We are marked out and set aside for the service of God. And yet, do we love God with our whole heart and soul? It's a tragedy if a priest doesn't love God with his whole heart and soul. Because then he simply becomes an ecclesiastical functionary, a dispenser of sacraments, nothing more. A man who works in the service of God but his heart is elsewhere. We have to pray that that not happen. That we fall short of our high vocation. Yes, that happens. But we must not fall short of loving the good God, of loving our Lord Jesus Christ. When I speak of love, of course, I speak of charity, the highest of loves, because it is loving God with God's own love. Understand, dear friends, God is not content to receive only the human love of our heart. you might say, well, what else can we do but give him our human love? It's true, but he's not content with that. So he himself gives us the ability to love him with his own. That is charity. Loving God for his own sake, with his own love. And neither is charity some kind of feeling or emotion, Those are things that come and go, but charity endures. It is in our will, and it is proved by acts. He loved me, and he gave himself for me. Notice Christ did not just love me. He proved it was real by giving himself for me on the cross. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. Remember, love then is shown by acts, and especially acts of voluntary sacrifice. Our love for God then is proved by our actions. And since Dear friends, strictly speaking, we can do nothing for God, who is all perfect and needs nothing. We prove our charity for him by loving our neighbor, by doing the works of charity for our neighbor. If we say we love God and yet close our heart to our neighbor, how does the love of God abide in us? A new commandment I give you, that you love one another as I have loved you. We prove our love for God by showing charity to others. My little children, says St. John, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. Don Marmion says, we must not let the gift of ourselves stop at Christ's own humanity, but extend it to his mystical body. That is why, never forget this, for it is one of the most important points of the supernatural life. To abandon the least of our brethren is to abandon Christ himself, and to help one of them is to help Christ in person. We must go beyond then the appearances of our neighbor, see the reality that he or she is a member of Christ. An example of this taken from the life of Joseph Terelia, Ukrainian Catholic who suffered much for the faith in communist prison camps one day when he was taken back to his cell, his prison cell. I quote him, he says, I found another man inside my cell. He was very strange. He was standing on his head and breathing through one nostril. I didn't know what he was up to. I greeted him, but he didn't say a thing for half an hour. I sat in a corner watching him skeptic. Then he got up off his head, sat up, extended his hand, and told me his name. He turned out to be a strong Catholic, and we fast became friends. I relate this little true story because the very good example of how We have to be careful not to judge. Our Lord told us not to judge by appearances. Well, dear friends, sometimes good Catholics appear at first to be very strange. And no doubt some of Jesus' own disciples also were in appearance. But we must remember they are members of Christ just as we The second commandment is like the first, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Let us not lose sight then of the goal, loving God with our whole heart and soul, and loving our neighbor as ourself, for love is the fulfillment of the law. And love of God is supposed to be the fulfillment of the seminary. We come here to train and study, but firstly, to love God. We study the most profound things all the way to the Trinity. And yet, what do we find at the core of the Trinity? We find charity. Three persons eternally sharing everything that they have with each other. Deus Caritas says. Pray then that your studies lead to a deep and solid love of God. Ask that grace of Our Lady. Pray to her that your studies not remain only intellectual pursuits, but that they lead you to a greater knowledge and love of God. For that is their primary purpose. And if, dear friends, we find that despite our efforts, our love of God still falters. Then offer to him the heart of his mother, for never was there a creature who loved God more wholeheartedly than she did. The Father and the Son of the Holy Ghost men.